Wonka is directed by Paul King and stars Timothy Chalamet in the title role. Willy Wonka, chock full of ideas and determined to change the world one delectable bite at a time, is proof that the best things in life begin with a dream. If you're lucky enough to meet Willy Wonka, anything is possible. Hey everyone, it's been a hot minute, but welcome back to Movie Morning, where I'm today I'm going to be reviewing Wonka. There's a few film from Warner Brothers. It is apparently the apparent prequel to the 1971 Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory that starred Gene Wilder. This is in no way, shape, or form connected to the Tim Burton film, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, thank God. But it is apparently, again, like I said, a prequel to that 1971 film. When it comes to this film, I was actually really looking forward to it because it's directed by Paul King, as I mentioned right at the top, who directed the first two Paddington films. I've, I've actually only seen the first movie, but I loved it when I saw it a couple of years ago, and I loved the tone and just the very family-friendly but also the charming tone it had. And watching the trailers for this movie, as well as also thinking what it could be, imagining him directing a Wonka movie sounded great to me because I loved the story when I was a kid. Again, I watched the, the other two movies a lot when I was younger. Like, there was one point where I was just putting on those movies, like, every single day. And so I have a big connection to, like, the original story that this is a prequel to. But also, I really like the director. So a lot seemed to be coming together. I really liked the casting of Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka. So seeing the set photos and seeing the little teasers we got, I was very excited to go check this film out. And now having seen it, it was for good reason. Because I think Paul King delivers a film that hits all the right notes yet again. And it's another very charming, fun family film that just, again, has this delightful vibe to it. That it's very hard to you know reject from just an audience perspective it's very hard to be turned off by just the tone of this film but i think that this movie does work better just as a paul king feel good holiday film than it does as a willy wonka movie and i'll get into that a bit later but on the former i just love the vibe of this movie it captures such a joyous youthful and fun spirit without getting on the nerves of like half the audience members a la the older audiences as well as older teenagers like myself but I feel like it captures the entire audience. I can't really see anyone watching this movie. And even though they, don't, they might not enjoy it as much as, say, younger kids might. And being completely turned off by it and just thinking, just being so cynical and just not being able to enjoy this movie, at least for what it's trying to bring. This movie is extremely lighthearted. It's very quirky. It's got that kind of dry British humor that you'd expect from Paul King based off this Paddington films. But it very much captures the heart of what it's going for very well. And this movie at its core is a great story about family and acceptance at its center, but also about entrepreneurship and things like that. And a lot of that centers around a main relationship between Willy Wonka and this kid he meets when he's, you know, holed up in an inn because of shenanigans that go down named Noodle and their relationship as well as also how each of them were brought up kind of as orphans to a degree with Willy Wonka. Him and his connection to his mother is very central to the film. That heart in the movie is very much, I think, what keeps it afloat whenever, say, the jokes aren't landing or whenever a lot of the energy from the movie is down a bit because of what's going on in the plot. Willy Wonka's journey, again, of having a dream and wanting to truly achieve something, again, very relatable, but it's also the fact that he's kind of the person going against this chocolate cartel that there is, you know, in, in the little town he's in. So he's a really he's a character who's really easy to root for, but he's got such a great story at its center. And I love that this movie takes a lot of 
you know, a lot of leeway when it comes to story and really changes it to make it more meaningful and memorable. And I think Paul King definitely nails it with that. And Paul King definitely does add some not-so-subtle social commentary, just like, again, in the two Paddington films. I think, again, I haven't seen the second one, but in the first one, there was a lot of really noticeable commentary, and a lot of it was very much British-centric. This film, I feel like, is easier to... I feel like this film is a little more broad-ranging in the sense that it's harder to identify a specific region with what Paul King's trying to say. But I think it fits the world that this movie sets up really well in this kind of elevated you know, world with fantasy compared to our reality. Again, some very, again, very on-the-nose stuff, again, about the entrepreneurial spirit and, you know, I mean, cartels and all that. But I do think that it works well enough. And I think, again, because of this very elevated world, the kind of on-the-nose nature of it, and being that this is, for the most part, a kid's movie, I think that works pretty well. And I think Timothy Chalamet gives a really fun lead performance. I don't think that, for me personally, I left the movie thinking that, wow, this is one of his best performances, but I do think it's a very different performance from what we've seen from him. This is definitely, again, a very kid-friendly performance. It's super fun. He's super optimistic and really hopeful. And again, I just liked seeing a movie that was so focused on a lead character that was, again, delightful to watch. And he was hopeful. He's optimistic. And I think because of that, that version of Willy Wonka and Timothy Chalamet's performance fits this movie perfectly. Now, I think the issue with his performance is that it doesn't, again, like I said, feel fully like Willy Wonka. I think that it kind of feels like its own pocket universe Willy Wonka and not the Roald Dahl Willy Wonka or the Gene Wilder Willy Wonka. And I think that's perfectly fine. But in going in the movie with the expectation of seeing some connections between this movie and the source material, while that absolutely is in here, and I'll get into that in just a couple of minutes, I do think that the performance could have been a little more, kind of had a bit more of this hint of cynicism and reclusiveness there is absolutely none of that in this performance i have seen people who disagree and do think this does definitely feel like a younger version of the gene wilder willy wonka i did not watch this movie thinking that whatsoever and i don't necessarily think that's a flaw but when they've marketed this movie as you know how willy became wonka as they put on the poster i don't know if that's quite exactly what we got and I was a little disappointed by that, but I do think at the end of the day, for the movie they wanted and the tone they wanted to capture, this version of the character fits much more than, say, the Gene Wilder version. And I think all the rest of the performances work pretty well as well. They are, again, just delightfully over the top. The big standout for me being Hugh Grant, who plays a Noompa Loompa, and he's really the only you know, one that's on screen for most of the movie. And he is a ton of fun. He has all the best lines. He's really funny. And he definitely has some very memorable moments towards the back half of this movie in particular. I'll talk about the VFX and all that a bit later. But I thought his performance worked. A lot of the other performances, like from the child actor who plays Noodle, I thought was great. I do think some of the villain performances felt a little play-like to me and not as cinematic. But I think because, again, of how this world is, and this movie being a musical, which I'll touch on in just a second, again, it fits that kind of film very well. And this movie is very much a musical. And I did not know this going in. I thought this movie was going to be a bit more of a family comedy. This movie, I would say, its first genre to be built should be a musical. It has a song and dance number like every few minutes. But as as someone who's not a big fan of musicals, I think that aspect of the movie worked really well. And I did not mind it whatsoever. The musical numbers are very well shot. They are dazzling to watch, as you'd expect from Paul King. A lot of that is because of the amazing cinematography on display. Some of the production design is amazing. Some of the actors in this movie are clearly great singers. Some of them aren't, but I think that 
they make up for that in the acting. Like Timothy Chalamet, for example, he's an amazing actor and he's really good in this movie. He's clearly a little uncomfortable when it comes to the singing sequences. I don't think he has the most powerful and engrossing voice, but he makes up for that by having a really great physical performance. And I think that that balance is never going to be struck perfectly, but I think Timothy Chalamet does a good enough job here. And I really like the musical sequences. A lot of the songs, I don't think they were overly memorable, but they were a few that had some pretty catchy you know, stanzas within them. And all that being said, I don't think this movie is quite as airtight as the first Paddington film. I do think there are a few more issues, and I don't think this movie is quite, I would hold quite as high as that movie. Again, I'm really curious to see if Paddington 2 is the same, although I've heard that movie's even better. I think that the comedy in this movie is definitely a bit of a mixed bag. Now, that's partly, I will admit, because this movie is, I would say, aimed for kids, but also not only for kids. Like, a movie like the Super Mario Brothers movie, although I thought it was a kid's movie, did a good enough job of, again, also appealing to older audiences. I would say this movie fits in the same camp, maybe even even more fun for older audiences. While, say, a movie like, for example, Minions is 100% a kid's movie. I think it's very hard to get enjoyment out of that if you're not a child. When it comes to this film, again, I do think older audiences can get a lot out of it. But that does mean that, that, but because of that, there are some really childish moments of humor that, for me, were a little too goofy. And it makes this movie not quite my, like, perfect feel-good crowd-pleaser. I feel like there's a different version of this movie that maybe had a little less of, less of the slapstick kind of humor, but also less of, the, again, the very childish jokes that I feel like would be just my kind of thing. Like, perfectly the kind of movie that every Christmas I want to put on makes me feel good. It's delightful to watch. This movie, I feel like, doesn't quite hit the perfect mark because I feel like, again, it does aim a little younger than maybe I was hoping it would. A lot of, a lot of the jokes are very playful and a little too much for me at times. And as a prequel, I do feel like it is very detached from the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory film. Now, again, I don't love that movie. I'm not someone who holds that as one of his favorite movies of all time. While I did watch it a few times when I was a kid, I can't really say I have tons of nostalgia for it. I certainly was not alive when the movie came out. But I feel like this movie works of Wonka, I would say, works a lot better without that IP connection and without that preconceived expectation that this movie is going to be the story of how Willy Wonka became Willy Wonka. I think without that, this movie stands on its own very well and it's a very fun watch. And again, like I said, I don't think Timothy Chalamet fully feels like Willy Wonka as we've known him from those stories. But again, a lot of years happen in between. And there are, again, with the Chocolate Cartel and how audiences are receptive to that, there are little setups about how we could be in a world where, where again, this character could be turned against everybody. But I, don't, but I just feel like this movie is so accepting of him and his chocolate that I just don't think that reality really fits this one. Now, there are a ton of Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory as well as just Charlie in the Chocolate Factory references. And I'm talking about the book there, not the Tim Burton movie that's not very good. But I almost feel like they're kind of an afterthought and they almost feel out of place. Like whenever they show up, they're like, it kind of, it's kind of there to remind you, oh yeah, this is connected to Willy Wonka. Well, I was kind of just enjoying the standalone movie it was. And I almost feel like even the inclusion of Hugh Grant's Oompa Loompa could have just not happened. There's really only one use for him towards the end of this movie. And even then, any other character in the story could have fit the role he eventually takes. But I did, again, I did enjoy his inclusion and I did like some of the little Easter eggs and reminding me of, you know, the story I experienced when I was a kid. But I don't feel like all of it was fully necessary and I don't even think all of it fully fit in where they wanted to shove it in. We're at the point now where even these movies have 
really shoehorned Easter eggs. And now moving on again to some of my main issues with this movie. Number one is that a lot of the production design is so good that when there is green screen and when there is visual effects used, I think it's really out of place and really stands out and they just do not look very good. For one, I don't think Hugh Grant's Oompa Loompa looked good at all. And I feel like for a movie that again was delayed almost a year and was shot, I believe like over a year and a half ago, I was pretty surprised how off the visual effects were. Again, I feel like there was there's a chance that was almost part of the design but they were just so, like a lot of the green screen work in particular was very bad. And in a way that I don't really expect to see in a studio film. Again, there was tons of bad green screen in The Flash. When it comes to this movie, there's tons of great sets, tons of great locations. And when there is green screen, it's really off-putting. And I think that is a problem when you're watching a movie that just sucks you into its world so well, only to pull you out when the visual effects aren't very good. And I also do think the third act is easily the weakest part of the movie. I think the first two acts are much more enjoyable than the first than the third act. And I think a big part of that is that it wants to have this kind of high-stakes conflict and have to get to the point where Willy Wonka's achieved his dream. You know, he's able to open a chocolate factory, as, you, as you'd expect. And I feel like because of that, it has to kind of have this conflict that I feel like the rest of the movie did a good job of having without putting it at the forefront and kind of focusing on the tone and the really playful nature of the film. And I feel like overall, it was just very anticlimactic. And even beyond that, it just definitely felt, felt very ham-fisted. Like there's a heist element to the third act and it just felt so out of place with the rest of the movie. And I feel like a lot of the charm of the movie before that in the first two acts was kind of missing. I didn't quite enjoy it as much. And I don't think this movie quite left as much of a mark on me as, again, like I said, say the first Paddington did. It's a little more forgettable. Again, I think partly of that because a lot of the humor is a little more geared towards kids. I don't think, like the first Paddington obviously has tons of jokes that a lot kids are going to enjoy a lot more than someone my age. But I don't think that that necessarily means you, he needed to go as far as he did, and Paul King, that is, on some of those jokes. I think because of that, this movie wasn't 100% for me. I'm not the main, I'm not like the straight up target audience for this movie. I would say I'm kind of just outside it, but I can really appreciate a lot of the filmmaking and I had a fun time with this movie, but I didn't quite love it like maybe I was hoping to in my wildest dreams, but I did enjoy it and I do recommend you check it out. And now getting on to my final thoughts. Wonka is a delightful, charming, and fun family time at the movies that is the perfect movie to see this holiday season around Christmas time. I think there's tons of really fun performances, tons of really great childlike, playful moments with some great musical numbers. But I do think the movie kind of shoots itself in the foot by being so attached to Willy Wonka and at the same time have pretty mixed comedy because it's again geared towards younger audiences. That being said, I think almost everybody, no matter what age you are, can at least have a fun time with this movie. And again, if you have a family, I think you are really gonna enjoy this movie if you go watch it together. I'm going to give Wonka a B. And like I said, if you got a family, I think you, I highly recommend going to check out this movie this holiday season in theaters. But I don't think it's one you necessarily have to rush out to see immediately. I think you can wait a bit, maybe find it for a cheaper price or whatever. But I think you could definitely go see this movie eventually when you've got some spare time. And I think you'll have some fun. I think kids in particular, younger kids, are really going to enjoy how silly and goofy this movie is. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, I will catch you all next time. Bye-bye.